Today's show is sponsored by Talkspace, the online therapy company. For a fraction of the price of traditional therapy, you can pick an experienced, licensed therapist you relate to and feel comfortable with. Each and every therapist has at least a master's degree and has completed over 3,000 hours of supervised work. To match with your perfect therapist, go to Talkspace.com forward slash boom. And to show your support for this podcast, use code boom to get $30 off your first month. That's boom. Talkspace.com slash boom. B-O-O-M. You are locked on Chargers. Your daily podcast on the San Diego Chargers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Locked On with Derek Togeson, your man's request. Locked On like fever on receiving number one. Locked On, Locked On, no fluff, real talk by Derek Togeson. Locked On, Locked On, drop knowledge, always polish five days, yeah, we on. Locked on, locked on, no fluff, real talk by Derek Tokusan. Locked on, locked on, realness, like Corey Wheeler shit. Say it like you mean, it's pronounced Egypt, here you get. All the real that you miss, real content, real scoops, realness, feel this. Way better than the average, real high marks, why we settling for average? We don't play games, when we do, we ain't average. Social media is savage. Greetings, Chargers fans. Welcome to the Locked On Chargers podcast. I am your host, Derek Togerson. Locked On Chargers, part of the Locked On Podcasting Network, your team every day. We're here for you five days a week, Monday through Friday, sometimes Monday through Thursday, and then Saturday, depending on the game week. We're talking hyper-local, hyper-chargers. By the way, the Locked On Podcasting Network, your team every day, yeah, we're part of the largest growing audio sports entity on the planet. Y'all should check this out. All 32 NFL teams, all 30 NBA teams. You've heard me say it before. Good stuff on a local level. Get a scouting report for some of these other guys. It's really good stuff here. You can find us on audioboom.com or on iTunes. You can subscribe there. All right, I know what you all want to know. The vote. It's not looking good for Measure C. It's not looking much better for Measure D. Last I checked, and I'm recording this at about, uh, oh, what is it, 9.45 or so on uh, on Tuesday evening, the Chargers only had 39% yes votes for Measure C. There's no chance they make that up to get to 67%, so that measure is dead in the water. Uh, measure D. The Corey Briggs Initiative, the Citizens Plan, it was about 40%. Now, there's an outside small chance that could make up and get up to 50, although very unlikely. We'll have to wait and talk about that one on uh, on thir- uh, Wednesday and Thursday. So, boy, what do the Chargers do from, do from here? And what, what happened? What failed? Why did it fail? I think we all know why it failed. I think it's... As much as people have to look or probably needed to look at this as a, is this a good deal for San Diego? People simply could not get out of their heads what Dean Spanos tried to do by going to Carson and the fact he never once apologized for putting us all through that emotional turmoil of trying to go to Carson. He laid his bed. Now he has made his bed. Now he has to lie in it. So it's 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 sad, sad really, you know, because I, I don't know if this would have been a good deal for San Diego or not. I really I really don't. I'm not an economist. Uh, I read through the whole thing. I looked at how it all went. Um, I do know there was another independent report that was put out that said that if everything in the Chargers initiative did what it said it would, then it would have had not only enough money to build the stadium and have the main uh, the maintenance costs over the 30 years, but would have had a little bit extra to go into the general fund. That's if everything went as it did, no recessions, the economy stays at the current growth rate it is. Um, 
So, I mean, it, it could have worked. It could, I don't know if it would have worked because there's so many variables, so many factors, you know, in, in whether or not people are going to have, you know, the, the tourism coming to San Diego, whether or not there's going to be a recession over 30 years. You, you simply, you simply don't know. But now we have to look at something else. And the Chargers now, we're going to move forward here, basically have two options. A, go to Los Angeles. B, try and work something else out here in San Diego. And my gut tells me they're going to try and work out something else here in San Diego because, I mean, face facts, there were 52,000 people at that game against the Titans on Sunday. They're simply not going to get any more than that in Los Angeles. I mean, unless they know they're going to sell out their games because of the other team's fans being there and all they want to do is make money, you know, concessions and, and ticket prices, that's, that's one thing. But they're not, they're not going to have a home field advantage in, in L.A., they could have one if they built a winner here in San Diego. They could have one if they showed some interest in, in investing in the city and the team of San Diego, which they simply haven't done over the years. You know, they could have put a new video board on Qualcomm Stadium, didn't want to pay for it. They could have put those cool ribbons around the, the, the advertising ribbons, which are, by the way, huge money makers for advertising around Qualcomm Stadium. They didn't want to do it. So, I mean, the Chargers have laid their own bed a lot with all of this stuff. So here's the question now. What do they do? What are they going to do? No, who knows what they're going to do? I think they're going to stay. I really do. I mean, they're going to stay for another year. I think they kind of have to. What they have to do now, in my humble opinion, is they have to say, all right, Kevin Faulkner, I know you endorsed this one late. It didn't work. But we know now that you want the Chargers to stay in San Diego. So now that we all know that you want the Chargers to stay in San Diego, but you didn't like that deal, okay, let's get together. Because, I mean, let's face it, the Chargers didn't know what they were doing when they were putting this thing together because they didn't consult the political structure. As much as there's bad blood between the Chargers and the politicians and the hoteliers of San Diego, the bottom line and what we learned from this is the Chargers need the hotel lobby and the politicians of San Diego because they simply don't know how to run a campaign. The people in politics know how to run a campaign. The Chargers, no idea how to run a campaign. They got slaughtered because they didn't put the right people in charge of running the campaign. Dean didn't find the right surrogates. You know, Fred and Mark and those guys, they, they, they were ill-equipped for doing something like this. They didn't get it. They didn't do it right. The folks who win the elections are the ones you need on your side because they're the ones who can sell everything. And I know a lot of people, especially with, um, among the, the Chargers fan bases, they think that Tony Monolatos is a guy who is you know the devil and to blame for a lot of this tony was doing a job and doing something he believed in and people can look at him and say he ran all this static and all this interference and that's fine but guess what if the chargers and the mayor had gotten on the same page in the first place Tony wouldn't have done any of that because it wouldn't have been necessary. So this, I put a lot of this, the vast majority of the failure of this goes onto the Chargers, onto the Spanos family, onto the ownership group, because they simply haven't been doing it right. And they still, they still haven't, and I'm, I'm going to harp on this until I hear it. They haven't apologized for what they did with Carson, putting us through all that emotional turmoil. That would have gotten them 10 more percent like that. Show some contrition. It's amazing how forgiving people can be, especially in America. We're a forgiving society. All right. So that, in a nutshell, is what happened with the election on Tuesday. And I know we're probably not going to talk any football on this night because, you know, there was a, uh, 
a non-practice day. The players were off. Players are back on, on Wednesday after you know, a, getting a day off on, on Monday to rest up, a victory Monday, if you will. So uh, th this was the big deal. This was the talker. And, and I want you guys, you know what, if you're listening to this, I want you to ask me questions. I want you to interact. I want you to get to me on Twitter, Derek NBCSD, Facebook, Derek Togerson, NBC7 San Diego. Let me know how you feel about this because I want to know, do you have hope still? Do you believe this team is going to stay still? Do you, what, what did you learn from this? I would love to have some input and some feedback. We'll, we'll do it on the podcast on Wednesday. You know, let me know, man. Leave comments on Audio Boom or on, uh, on iTunes. You know, let me know how you're thinking, how you're feeling about all this. You know, leave some reviews if you'd like to. I want to learn from you guys what you want from all of this. I'll tell you what, all hope is not lost. I know the Chargers had a lot of scare tactics out there saying, you know, if, if this measure C fails, we're gone. This, we have no plan B. We're, this is it. This is all. This is, this is the end of the world as we know it. QREM. That's not true. There's something else that can be done. There's always something else that can be done. The question is, can the Chargers figure out how to do it? And do they have the desire to do it? The time frame, unless they put together a special election for next year, we're looking again in two years, November of 2018, which, by the way, would be the last season before the Rams move into their new stadium in Inglewood. So that would be the next cutoff date unless they want to try a special election next year, which I've heard is a possibility. It's expensive but it's certainly a possibility. So we're going to keep monitoring this and see what happens and see what goes on now. But for now, the bad news is Measure C failed. Measure D looks like it's on its way to failing, but all is certainly not lost. So keep, keep faith, Charger fans. Keep your chin up. We're going to see what happens during the week and the next couple of weeks. And we're going to start talking about football again, the Miami Dolphins coming to town. How fitting is that, by the way? <laughs> I just thought about it. The Dolphins were the last team to play at Qualcomm Stadium last year in that incredibly emotional time, and they're the first team to come in here after we find out the new stadium isn't built. Man, I'm starting to hate the Dolphins. They're a curse. All right, folks, I'll talk to you later. Derek Togerson, Locked on Chargers podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Keep hope alive. We're going to figure this out. Go Bolts. You are Locked on Chargers. Your daily podcast on the San Diego Chargers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What you doing? Ran out of space on my phone, so I'm deleting some stuff. Bye, singing dog. Bye, goal. I pronounce you. Bye, wedding ceremony. Stop. At Metro PCS, you get two free phones with twice as much memory. Really? Don't say bye to your memories. Switch to Metro PCS and get two free LG K20 Plus phones with 32 gigs when you switch two lines. Metro PCS. Wireless. Figure it out. Coverage not available in some areas. Sales tax not included in phone price. Excludes numbers on the T-Mobile network. See store for details and terms and conditions.